Welcome to the second series of the Musa Stories podcast, delivering short but engaging midrashim designed for children to discuss with their parents and for parents to discuss with their children. Medrash Morsels for Parshas Ekev. Shalom Yeladim! Last week, we left Moshe hearing from Hashem about the six sins that he had done in his lifetime. It's Moshe's last day, and he still hasn't agreed to die. Moshe pleads to Hashem as follows. The Bnei Yisrael are 600,000 in number, and they sinned many more times than I have. Each time I asked you to have Rachmanus on them, and you did. Now I'm asking Rachmim for myself, and you don't give me any attention? Hashem said to Moshe, You can't compare a decree against the Tzibor to a decree against one person. Furthermore, your time is up. So Moshe makes a deal like this. Rise from your throne of strictness and sit upon your throne of mercy for me. How about, I won't die. I'll live with physical suffering, which will be a kapara for my averos. Don't give me over to the Malach HaMoves. And it will be a win-win, because I will tell over your praise to the whole world like David HaMelech will. Lo amus ki Hashem said back, Sorry, death is the gate that the righteous ones go through. Death has been prepared for tzaddikim and everyone else from way back since the early days of the world. Once Moshe saw that he wasn't being paid any attention, Moshe went to speak to the heavens and earth. Shomayim v'oretz! Beg mercy for me! The heavens and the earth called back, No, no! We need to beg mercy for ourselves first. So Moshe pleaded to the stars and to the constellations. Beg mercy for me. The stars and the constellations said, How do you expect us to beg mercy for you? We also need mercy for ourselves. Then Moshe went to the mountains and the hills. Horim Beg Hashem for mercy on my behalf. The mountains and hills replied the same thing. Moshe, we are busy asking mercy for ourselves. So Moshe went to the great sea. All of these are angels that are in charge of each part of creation. They were Moshe's friends when he went up to Har Sinai, up to the Shamayim for 40 days to receive the Torah. He said, Great sea, beg mercy for me. Now listen to what the great sea said back. Moshe ben Amram, where did your great holy power go today? You are ben Amram, who came against me without stick. You hit me and broke me into twelve strips of tunnels. I wasn't able to stand against you. You had the Shechina at your side. What's with you today? This made Moshe very sad, remembering how much power he had in his youth. Moshe began to cry and to say, You should know, at the time that I passed through you, I was like a king, the king of the world. But now, I am down on my belly, pleading like a beggar, and no reply, to no avail. Moshe went away to speak to the Sar Hapanim. That's a special angel named Matat, and then Ron. I heard that you're not supposed to say the angel's name together, so just in case... We'll just call him Matat. He was the Sar HaPanim, 
the minister of the interior, the interior chambers of the Shamayim. And Moshe pleaded, Ask for me mercy, that I shouldn't die. The Sarha Panim said, Moshe, my Rebbe. You hear that, kids? One of Hashem's greatest angels called Moshe his Rebbe. Moshe, my Rebbe, why do you bother? I have already heard the fact from behind the heavenly curtain. It's a fact. Your prayers will not be heard on this matter. Moshe placed his hands on his head and was screaming and crying, Who can I go to ask mercy for me? At that moment, HaKadosh Baruch grew angry at Moshe for all of that carrying on. Moshe said, The Yudgimomidas of Rachamim, and it all calmed it down. HaKadosh Baruch then said to Moshe, Moshe, I swore two oaths, one that you would die, and the other not to destroy Klal Yisrael. They are dependent upon one another. If you want to live, I'll have to destroy Klal Yisrael. If you want, I'll do that. Moshe said, Riboni, are you kidding? A thousand Moshes should be destroyed, but don't destroy even one Yid. You hear that, kids? Moshe Rabbeinu was so humble, he thought that he wasn't worth even one Yid. Even a thousand of him weren't worth one Yid. That's how low he thought about himself. But I still don't understand, Hashem. These legs that walked around in Shamayim, this face that saw the face of the Shechina, and these hands that received the Torah from your hands, they should lick dust in the grave? Everyone will say if Moshe couldn't manage Teshuvah before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, flesh and blood that did not go up to the Shamayim, that were not like Malachi Yashares, that did not speak with Hashem face to face, and did not receive the Torah from Hashem's hands, so certainly won't be able to manage Teshuvah in front of Hashem. And then people will give up and go on without Torah and mitzvos. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said to Moshe, All this anguish that you have, what's the real reason? What's really bothering you, Moshe? Moshe answered, The truth? I'm afraid of the rope of the Malach HaMoves. Okay, Moshe, I won't give you over to him. The Malach HaMoves won't touch you. Kids, wait for next week's third episode, Moshe's last day, to see what happens. Or what happened. For more epic stories, visit our website, musastories.com.